people and welcome back to another installment of Growing with Sol. So as promised, today I'm going to be talking about navigating family during the holidays. Um, many of us are looking forward to spending time with our families during the holidays because maybe we don't get to see them as often as we used to. Maybe we just really love our family because they're so freaking amazing. Or there might be some of us who don't really know how to navigate this time of year because of the type of relationship that we have with our families or the lack thereof. And that can be really difficult. So we're going to get into that and we're going to talk about maybe some things we can do in order to better navigate that for ourselves, our well-being, and our mental health. So why is spending time with family during the holidays so stressful? It all goes back to the types of relationships that we have with the family members we're going to be seeing. We might feel like there is a, a like this pressure of maintaining maybe certain traditions that we don't agree with, meeting family expectations that we just don't fit the mold of, and having to be in that type of environment where you feel like just by the nature of who you are, you're failing because you're being held to some absurd standard or tradition or something that just doesn't fit you. It's not who you are, it's not what you want. And maybe there's some judgment going on there that you just would rather not deal with. There's also the strain of dealing with the difficult family dynamics, whether that can be from unresolved issues, maybe some unresolved conflicts, just overall tension where you don't meet eye to eye on certain things, but there they are anyway, sitting across from you at the table, because that's just how it's going to be. There's also, for so many people, this feeling of loss or loneliness, because maybe you're grieving a family member. I mean, how many of us have lost people over the last few years that it still doesn't feel normal that they're not there. Many of us might be far away from family and don't have the funds to go be with them or them to come be with us, and that can be difficult. Or maybe some of us are at that point in our lives where we haven't quite found our chosen family just yet. And that is extremely difficult during this time of year where there's so much focus on family. And you don't have the type of family that kind of fits that. Or you feel as if you don't have any family at all yet. And that's very difficult to navigate. Regarding the first two points of failing, quote unquote, to meet expectations that are thrown upon you or strained family dynamics of conflict and unresolved issues. As cliche as it might be for some, a lot can go back to boundaries. And I don't just mean the you setting the boundary with the other person. It can also mean setting boundaries for yourself, which I'm going to get into. But boundaries are so incredibly important. Even if you're sitting there rolling your eyes or something or you feel like it's cliche, boundaries are the benchmark, in a sense, of a healthy relationship. Because when we set a boundary, we are limiting maybe how somebody is relating to us. 
we are laying the foundation for a different type of perhaps communication and we are being very vulnerable in stating what we need or what we would like or whatever it might be. But in doing so, we are telling people, essentially, this is how I would like you to show me love. In order for us to have a healthy dynamic, this is what I need. And that is very powerful. And that is a necessary thing in all types of relationships, including family. Maybe especially with family, since these are the people who are with us from the beginning to the end. So some examples about setting boundaries with family might be kind of reiterating if they're like, hey, like you dropped out of med school when you shouldn't have. And she was like, you know, that just wasn't for me. And as difficult as that might be, there is a way to navigate these things in a way that is graceful and still being respectful, but letting them know, still being firm of like, no, I'm working on this. I'm focusing on this. And this is what's good for me. It can also mean like, hey, I'm not here to talk about that. I'm here to enjoy my time with everyone here, so I'd rather not bring up that topic. It's, it can be that as well. Because, and again, we are the expert here. You are the expert of your own situation and your own family dynamic. So sometimes a way to navigate a forced situation of hanging out with said people <laughs> that maybe you normally avoid most of the year is by being very clear and very firm of like, I'm not here to talk about that. I'm not here to get into that. I'm here to enjoy my time with such and such people. I'm here to enjoy my time with my family. And if it is so important, you could set another time or day to talk about it. That's fair. Another thing is also setting boundaries with yourself. Because, like I've mentioned in other episodes, sometimes when we're with family, we don't like who we become. The beautiful thing, though, is that we already know who we become when we're around certain people. And we already know that, like, so-and-so triggers me. So-and-so pushes my button. So-and-so does X, Y, and Z that riles me up. Maybe avoid that person. Maybe you recognize what those triggers are and create a strategy around that. You recognize, okay, like, this person... Like, every time I talk to so-and-so, I get angry, and I don't want to be angry this Thanksgiving, so I'm going to avoid talking to so-and-so. Like, you know, say hi, whatever, and then go talk to someone else. Maybe you have, like, a buffer person. If you're really close to, like, a certain family member, a sibling, your parent, a cousin, be like, hey, like, you know how so-and-so always, like, makes me angry, like can you be my buddy <laughs> be my little buffer person like that that's a strategy that's a definitely a strategy that you can utilize as well so setting boundaries with yourself in that sense as well strategizing how to do that as well another thing one that I definitely always employed when I was in certain family situations is like 
you know who you can hang out with. Like, you know, like, who you're cool with. Like, you know, like, spend time with those people. You don't have to spend time with every single person who's there. And, of course, this depends on how big your family is. Um, maybe some people are unavoidable around the table or whatever, but that's where maybe you need to employ multiple tactics for different situations within one evening. But if you can spend more time with certain people than others, definitely do that. And that's one I did a lot. Another really important thing to do is to manage expectations. Because sometimes... We also have this hope that it'll be different this time, that maybe we can have that conversation and everything will get better, or maybe they just won't bring that thing up or something like that. But we need to view our families as objectively as possible. Like, you gotta be real with yourself. Like, if so-and-so brings up the same thing every time you see them, you know they're gonna bring it up again. So what are you going to do in order to manage that? Maybe it's hyping yourself up. Like maybe so-and-so always says something that makes you feel so low. It just makes you feel so shit about yourself. Why does this person have that power over you? You're phenomenal. And that's all that matters is what you think about yourself at the end of the day. Yeah, we want family to love and accept us and support us and all of that. But sometimes we don't get that lucky with the family that we have. So we need to have that come from within. So maybe before you step forth into that room, step foot in that room, you got to hype yourself up. Remind yourself of how amazing you are before you walk in there. And for those of us who are feeling lonely, who are feeling maybe sad that we don't have that more traditional type of family, make plans with your chosen family. Make plans with your friends. I have that. I believe I mentioned it in a previous episode where I have a friend who's basically part of the family at this point. He comes over every Christmas since I was in high school and he has a fruitful amazing beautiful Christmas every year because he goes and he visits his friends and he makes time for the people that have a lot of meaning for him and that might mean stopping by multiple houses to see multiple people in one day, you know, if some people have breakfast or lunch or like my family, we do Christmas dinner, like, like your Christmas might not look, your Christmas, your holidays, your Thanksgiving, whatever it is, might not look like the traditional example of whatever it is, but that doesn't mean that it can't be joyful and beautiful and wonderful and, and loving and filled with all the beautifulness as that traditional one is. Another great thing that is helpful that I touched on in last week's episode is communication. Communication and how we go about communicating with others, especially when we're upset, can go such a long way. 
Like I already mentioned, one of them is definitely perhaps avoiding certain topics, any known triggers, because sometimes we're not ready to go there. So just avoiding it altogether can be a powerful move until we're ready to finally address it and go there. Another thing as well overall is when we're talking about our emotions is definitely using I statements as as cliche as that also sounds like. When we say, like, you did this, and you did that, and da-da-da, and you this, and you that, the other person just ends up feeling attacked. But when we're talking about, well, I felt this way, and I also feel this way because of this, and what happened made me feel like this, and that, and now I, whatever, to focus on the impact on us, and how it makes us feel, and conveying how we feel, that can go a long way. Definitely no name calling. Let's not curse at each other. No mocking as well. It feels a little, I feel like a lot of us here probably don't do that already, but it's good to reiterate that. <clears throat> and if you're in a situation where perhaps expressing how you feel is not safe or expressing how you feel is unfruitful and the person is just like, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. You got to walk away. Because there are times when we're having conversations and we're expressing how we feel and how what someone said or did had a negative impact on us and they're not taking ownership or responsibility of that. You can't with that person. You can't. What are you supposed to do with that? Somebody gives you that, like, I'm sorry, you feel that way. No. No. That that person is not the one to be having a healthy conversation. So we gotta just, alright, bye. As as difficult as that is, and that's when we go and we find our buddy. We go find the other people that we can hang out with. Or we leave. So if that is not your own home and you can leave and drive away, do so. Do so. Another thing as well, instead of just focusing on this negative part, is also find ways to create the opportunity for fun experiences. Because we can do that. We can, we have the, the opportunity, we have the possibility to create fun experiences and fun and positive dynamics as well. So maybe that is, you know... After we all eat or whatever, play some good music, have a little bit of a you know dance party, everybody dancing, having a good time. Maybe that is board games. Maybe that is watching a movie together. Like it could be different things for different people. But what are some ways that you can create fun experiences within this setting, if possible? I'm not saying this is going to apply to everybody. But if possible, like think outside of the box as well. Like one, definitely protect yourself and, you know, physically, emotionally, all those things. And also, is there a way to create fun experiences? I know this was a little bit of a quick one, but ultimately navigating family during the holidays can be difficult. It can be stressful. And I'm here to give a little bit of a reminder of... Your mental health, your emotional health is important. Boundaries are important. Managing your expectations is important. And also a little bit of a hopeful 
is it possible to create fun experiences as well? Instead of walking into and expecting the same dynamic and maybe partially facilitating the same old dynamic, is there a way to create or facilitate a new dynamic? Ultimately, if you made it this far, I appreciate you. If you enjoyed this episode, share it out with your loved ones, share it on social media. You can tag me at your coach Marty on TikTok and on Instagram. And of course, don't forget to subscribe. And as always, I am accepting new clients. So if you're interested, you can go ahead and schedule a discovery call in the show notes. See you in the next one.